Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to the show that's on in the afternoon. We've got a very good show here for everybody Legendary today. author. So excited. And that's not an understatement. <laughs> oh, I'm so pumped. Karen Harvey joining us this afternoon. Well-known St. Augustinian. Such a cool... Uh, beautiful book, beautiful too. Beautiful book. I am going to get myself a copy of one of these and read through it. There's so much beautiful. in this book yeah. that's amazing. Beautiful pictures. Uh, a bunch of very awesome stuff in of there. Like, so, you know, the ancient city that we know and love of St. Yeah, Augustine. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it looked like there were some pictures of the cross and sword the way I knew it when right? I was performing out there for those <laughs> shows. A lot of cool stuff to talk to Karen about, including some ghost stories. Oh, yeah. And we got a lot of those in the oldest And city. we've heard some typical ones, but she's got the exclusive interesting one. I think They're, so. Yeah. I think cool. so. So we're going to check in with Karen here in just a couple of minutes. Of course, we've got your horoscopes. We've got your events. So uh, stay here with us. we got a lot to cover here today. Uh, before we jump into it, I will remind you that our friends at Nissan of St. Augustine help us put on the show each and every day. Great cars, great people, and great value. The only thing they're missing... It's you. They vow to be attentive, honest, and straightforward with you throughout your auto purchase and ownership experience. They want to become a staple in our community by building lasting and valuable relationships and providing service that exceeds all expectations. They've got a sales center that is open seven days a week until 8 p.m. for your convenience. They are Nissan of St. Augustine. We absolutely love them, and you will, too. Nissans are great cars, by the way. Get in there and get yourself a Nissan. Gas mileage is great. Everybody loves a Nissan. Yeah, and they last forever. I mean, it is not uncommon to have a Nissan. On over two hundred thousand miles. True story. It's just they—they they will last you for half your life. Eh, maybe not that long. Well, but, that you would know, be good. That would years. be nice investment. Ten years. Yeah. Ten years. <laughs> Uh, All American Air, they better they'll last you a lot more than 10 years, too. Ooh. They're for 43 years. We are not messing around. Not messing around, man. They've been serving St. John's County and our surrounding areas as well. They specialize in warranty and non-warranty service work on every single make and model of AC unit. They do preventative maintenance service agreements. They do new construction installations and equipment replacement, of course, with their high-efficiency Linux systems. If it is that time, you need to call our friends at All-American Air. Get that system replaced with something that is better, works harder than your current AC system, and, uh, you know, is high highly efficient. Yeah, keeps those say. bills down. That's yeah. so nice. Yeah. yeah. They take a lot of pride in providing quality service and installations and in turn gaining customers for life. Um, become a customer for life with All American Air. You won't regret it. 904-461-0070. And then, of course, our friends at Amara Med Spa. If you're craving the perfect blend of relaxation and rejuvenation, Amara Med Spa is your answer. From luxurious spa treatments to advanced medical aesthetics, Amara's experts will personalize a plan just for you. You can enhance your natural beauty with things like Botox, dermal fillers, or laser treatments, and a whole lot more. You can look on the screen there and see a bunch of services they offer you. You can experience top-notch care in their state-of-the-art facility. Feel refreshed and revitalized at Ah Mara Med Spa, 2100 A1A South. Boom, there's the right button. All there right. it is. I was just looking for the button there. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Right. Trips me up sometimes. <laughs> All right, joining us live in studio uh, today is Karen Harvey. Um, Karen, welcome into the show. Thank you very much for joining us this oh, afternoon. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. And it's... I just bought a Nissan. <gasps> Did you? Okay. <laughs> How do you awesome. like it so far? I love it. I love it. I'm very happy with it. And, nice. Um, nice people down there. And Very nice, the right? The great Will mm-hmm. Barnes over there. That's awesome. Very, very cool. 
So uh, uh, let's get a little background on you, Karen. For people who may not know, it's going to be astounding to me if there are many people in our audience who don't know who you are already. But um, uh, let's, I guess, start with how long have you been here in St. Augustine? Since 1978. That's 45 years. Okay. And I started writing about St. Augustine. Within two weeks. Really? Absolutely. I already had written a book about Alexandria, Virginia, so I knew the publishers, and um, there was no such thing. It's a pictorial similar to the latest one that has been produced, um, and they didn't have one, so I just wrote it, published it, and it went through nine printings. It's out of print now. I don't know if I'll have it reprinted, but anyway... That is uh, the supplement to it, or the continuation of it. What so ca- I've been writing that long. Wow. What What was it about St. Augustine that within your first two weeks, yeah. you just thought, <laughs> oh my gosh, I have to document the well, experiences here. I love here. history, and um, I actually, um, I was in the mil- I was a military wife at the time, and um, I wanted to be in a city with history. Mm. And we were stationed at Fort Leavenworth and getting reassigned. And they sent us, said they were going to send us to, to Bismarck. Mm, I okay. hate cold weather. Oh, yeah, I'm with you. <laughs> and most of and us then they said, well, okay, Denver. Okay, that's Oof. not bad. Then they said, Texas. Okay, Brownsville, Texas. And oh, then they I was said, just there. we'll give you 30 minutes to decide between Columbus, Ohio, and St. Augustine, Florida. Oh, gee. You didn't be on the spot. <laughs> In and 28 I minutes and 30 to the seconds. City. What can you say? <laughs> I know. Right. And, and I if you love history, that was an I've easy been choice. I've writing about it ever since. What, what made you want to start writing? What, what got you into writing in the first place? Oh, my seventh grade school teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just, I love writing, and it, it isn't even what I, my graduate degrees are in, but. Um, that's what I like to do, and I've been continuing doing. Were there particular authors that inspire you that you're like, I just love their writing and their and their their imagery that comes out through the words? Well, for for novels, um, Kristen Hanna is my absolute favorite. Oh, but I've got a whole lot of adventure writers, and some of them who lived here. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think. I'll, I'll get the name in a, in a few minutes, but. I followed his series, and he lived out in, um, uh, was it Hastings? Nocatee. Oh, in Nocatee. Yeah, Um, anyway, I'll remember his name, but there, we have a lot of Florida writers that I like. Yeah, they're specific in in their, like, niche on how they write. How do you select the the photography? Do you do that, too, or is that Mm. uh, photography? I did for this book. Um, I don't usually but photography is a love of mine and um beautiful image i've I've even done dark room work back in the era when we did that yeah but now of course things are very different but that picture of the cross uh, i did take that there's a little bird in there and i said i paid him to to pose (laughs) (laughs) i see him at the bottom yeah okay that is great but but i sell posters of that picture because i like it that and other people like it well enough. So, Karen, given in the digital age, and we get, we obviously we have laptops in front of us, we have cell phones, and we have all these things that are uh, digital. 
with the art and the history of having books and the smell and the and the aesthetic of books, do you still think that books are prevalent these days? Do you still see that, you know, there's still collectors out there? Absolutely. Um, really, there's nothing like holding a book in your hand and reading it at the pace that yeah. you want. There's, it's, there's something about it. And um, I, libraries will always be there for people. They always will. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It seems like it. We've still got new libraries popping up all the time in all St. the John's time. County. They're always bringing yeah. it up at every commission meeting. That, you never know. It. Yeah, that's it. Um, so, give us a little rundown of what we can expect when we pick up. Uh, this, is this your latest book? This is your latest book, right? Saint well, Augustine. Yes, actually, I've done another ghost book, but this is okay. important. Uh, it covers the ten years from the beginning of the two thousands, and we're in twenty twenty three now. But um, I worked at the newspaper downtown when it was located on Cordova Street. Mm, sure. And I was watching the changes and thinking, this is really unbelievable. And people had said, update your other book. And I'm going, that book covers several centuries. How do you update that? Yeah. But the 10 years was amazing. The newspaper moved out to Route 1. The police station moved out to King Street. The county courthouse moved from the Casa Monica Hotel to uh, Route 1. Right. Um, police station. Fire station. The fire station was right there on little old Cordova Street, fire station number one. What? Yeah. How can you even expect fire trucks to go in and out of downtown? <laughs> no right. I mean, not to just carry a bucket and run? <laughs> It'll be faster exactly. in some cases. So it had to happen. And then there's one chapter on religion, which may sound oh, ho-hum, but no, we good. only had 68 churches in the beginning of 2000, looking at the 1990s records. And within that 10-year time period, it went up to 24, 204, oh my from God. 68 to 224. Wow. And um, that's amazing, because before... Pretty much we were either Catholics or Baptists. Right, right. Mm. One Presbyterian, one Lutheran, one Methodist, and then the rest were Catholics and Baptists. Right, yeah. right. And of course yeah. there was a Jewish synagogue mm-hmm. also, so we can't discount that. And we had a second synagogue come in during that time period too. Okay. Temple Bet Yam. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So um, it's really quite amazing how many things did change. School growth, of course. Yeah. And then I put in a chapter on black history because our signage was put up during that time period talking about the, the um, a history trail through mm-hmm. Lincolnville. Lots of things like that, just during those 10 years. We love the Fort Mose story. I mean, that's just in- incredible. I mean, everything they're doing there for that museum is just, it's amazing rally around the community. Absolutely. Yeah. And And so just thinking about it, so much had changed from sleepy old St. Augustine, which it was when I first came here. Yeah. You both would know. Yeah, you yeah. get around four minutes to anywhere. Yeah. Now it's 35. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was old. When I grew up, it was, you know, we didn't even have any parks. We didn't have much entertainment. We lived, I remember we lived on Avalee Street and we used to just go to the plaza. My dad called it the Cannon Park, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And we would just use our imaginations oh, in the Cannon Park, right? Absolutely. And that was, I, I think there was still a little bit of time, or maybe I just missed it, where you could even drive on St. George Street still. 
You know? Oh, we so, could. When I first got here, you could drive on St. George yeah. Street, part of it. Yeah. yeah. It's, 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 oh, that would be a disaster now. Right. That oh, would be a disaster gosh, trying to get cars and the people beep, down beep. there. Yeah. You couldn't do it. I know. I know. <laughs> totally different. So how do you feel about all the change within our community? I mean, how do you feel? I mean, you're, you've seen this. You've seen it evolve. But now it's it's something that we, we obviously have to embrace. But how do you personally feel as seeing this change? Well, I miss a lot of the um, old feeling of the, the, the peacefulness, mm-hmm. the quiet. And when you could really absorb the history, mm-hmm. it's hard to see it. it. Everything is so busy. Right. It's really hard to see it now. You have to concentrate. And I did tours for a long time. And you do, you have to point things out. You mm-hmm. can't let people just see it or look for it. Right, right. The only thing you can really see is the fort. Mm. And, sure. and, and know what you're looking at as far as history is concerned. Yeah. And our little plaza with your cannons where you used to play. Yeah. Um, I take the buses, or did, around two or three times to talk about that because there's so much in there, but yeah. you don't see it. Yeah. People go by that all the time. They've got no idea, right? If they're new to town, yeah. Are there yeah. spirits in that area? Are there lots of ghosts in that area? Well, there's one story in the plaza, yeah. Um, and there are there's some stories on St. George Street. We've got a lot downtown because that's where our ghost stories are all focused. So, yeah, we do, and that leads me to the beginning of the ghost tours. Okay. Which started because I started writing ghost stories cool. for the record. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, it was really strange. The editor came to me. I was the arts and entertainment editor and said, do you know any ghost stories? And I said, I don't. He said, well, why doesn't St. Augustine have any? So that, you know, why? We don't talk about them. Charleston does. Savannah does. Right, all right. those We're cities scared. Do. We didn't want them to scare us. <laughs> yeah, so, well, I, I really was curious. And I started asking questions and found out that people didn't want to talk about them because they thought that it would impinge on our historic integrity. Really? Really. But they didn't mind telling me. Uh, so okay. I wrote one series of several of them and then started getting phone calls and people even would stop me on the street. I've got a story. I've got to tell you about it. For three years, I did that periodically. And then Sandy Craig from Tour St. Augustine, where I did work, mm-hmm. um, and well, after a while I did, um, she said, could I use your stories for a ghost tour? First ghost tour ever. Cool. Nice. Sleepy old St. Augustine, <laughs> where everything closed down at 5 o'clock. Right, right. yeah, yeah. Yes. Right. First yes. Thing, and nothing on Sundays. Nothing, nothing was open on Sundays. First here. thing downtown, and no bathrooms were open. <laughs> and I remember going to um, several city officials saying, you need to have bathrooms open. They said, no, if you want bathrooms open, pay for them. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's it. <laughs> I thought, wait, wait, wait. Now, you just don't understand. Stand. Yeah. And sure enough, as the ghost tours grew, they started opening up bathrooms. I remember the first one at night was um, 
Florida, old Florida cafe. What is it downtown? Um, okay. Anyway, it was the first local bathroom to stay open at night for the ghost tours. Oh, interesting. And, and now there are several. Is that, I think it was the, was it the old Woolworth building where the Wells Fargo is now? No, they didn't, they didn't have anything open ever. Oh. No, mm -hmm. they didn't really. Um, it was mostly on St. George Street. Um, I thought Visitors Information Center would stay open because there was so much activity. That would make sense. They never, yeah. they never did. But we have what I know it's more than ten ghost tours now. Oh yeah. Oh, inundated with ghost oh, tours gosh, now. Gosh, yeah. I mean, they're all over, and most of them are downtown. Some of them are on the trains, the trolleys. Right, limousines. That kind <laughs> so of your thing. stories are and legends and tales is one of your your ghost story books. Am I saying that correctly, or is that legends more? Legends and tales is not the ghosts. It's actually stories that people told me. And again, this was while I worked at the newspaper. So periodically, I would get another story from an old timer. Yeah, yeah. And and I would write it the way they told me the story, and then make. I, I would explain what they said if they didn't say it quite right yeah. without saying they were wrong. I would just okay. say this is what the facts say or something like that. Mm -hmm. But basically it's their story the way they told it to me. That's Legends and Tales 1 and 2. The ghost stories are actually, they were reprinted by um, David Lapham, which bothered me, but in since he did it, I went ahead and I did a book about what happens on the ghost tour, mm. tours, and that's um, that's called oldest ghosts. Uh, oldest ghosts. Yeah. Saint Augustine haunts, and that's the stories about what happens. Now, recently, the University of Press of Florida asked me to write about the history behind the ghost stories, and I did that, and it sold well. But um, somebody did not like what I said, and University of Press decided they didn't want to reprint it. Interesting. So, yeah, it is. But um, that's Especially with their, free speech, yeah. Well, it's their right, but oh. I have the copyright. So it's my idea now to reprint it. Okay. Get it literally printed. You can do that. Go. It's much easier now, isn't oh, it? Oh, sure. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking even of going to Henry Hurd, Henry yeah. Hurd the sure. Third. Yeah. And why not? People want to buy it, and if they don't want to print it, that's okay. I'll do it. Especially so St. Augustinians. Yeah. They want okay. to see this. They love the history. They love the stories and the facts and everything that you've collected. Yeah. Now, have you encountered any supernatural experiences yourself? Yeah. Have you ever... Have you ever encountered any of these ghosts that people talk about well, so much downtown? I have, but I'm have not a, say, a psychic, and I'm not, I don't really see ghosts. Yeah. Um, I am what the people who investigate this say, I'm a ghost magnet. Oh, really? If, if I'm telling stories, people see things behind me, and I know that they do. I can tell by their faces. Yeah. And on occasionally, I will too. Um, I will say, 
the one that was the major experience was at the lighthouse. Oh sure. I did. I I did tours at the lighthouse by myself. Um, oh, that's a little right creepy. Yeah, there. a little scary. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And well, there was this one person, a man, um, much younger, very big, wanted to go up in the tower at night, and so the two of us. And I'm not very big. Um, he, this big brave man, and I decided we would do this. And the groundskeeper opened it up. We went up to the top. We checked the door. It was locked completely, so we couldn't go around the gallery. We mm-hmm, tested mm-hmm. it. We came back down, and we heard the door open and bang shut. And the tower started shaking. And this big brave man collapsed on the stairs. Wow. I'm standing there and I'm going, what was that? I got to find out. So I looked out this window to see if there was something, a plane flying over. Right, or right. Yeah. Sonic boom. Nothing. Nothing. And I turned around and a voice started calling from upstairs. It sounded like who or what or why. And at that point, I said to my big brave friend, I think we better leave. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, I just got and goosebumps. Me too, right? Yeah. So we went outside and we asked the groundskeeper if he heard anything, and he had not. Whatever happened, happened inside. Two of us yeah. heard and saw the same thing. So you cannot discount that. Now, after you, you experience something like that, do you just like do you sit down and you just have to cap, you know capture it all in one of these books? Like, do you write down all of these like moments? Well, I do, yeah, and I love it when things happen. Yeah, I mean yeah. that's fine with me. And um, on the lighthouse tours, we had this one lane. I would go down where cameras would malfunction, and really? I knew that it would happen. And I knew who was going to take pictures because they'd be ready with their cameras. Yeah. And sure enough, one time, the lens on a camera completely cracked. And another time, a person saw a fire through the lens. And she was screaming, fire, fire. And and there was no fire. And then she said, look, look, it's through here. And I looked, and there was no fire. Wasn't there a grouchy groundskeeper ghost? Was was that him that was up to this? Do you think there was Ooh. one there? Yeah, yeah. He was real, real tempestuous, real kind of stormy kind of guy. Yeah, and he, I wonder if that was him kind of cracking. Uh, well, that. we had both a real a ghost and then a real person. So. <laughs> You're like probably both. <laughs> yeah, so love you, it. You had to be a little bit careful wandering around at night, but but that was okay. It so was cool. it was worth it. <laughs> so I would say the lighthouse is one of the most uh, talked about places as far as. People people who experience these mm-hmm. ghostly encounters but is there anything in your experience are there any places around town that might not be necessarily on people's hotspot ghost radar that you've oh, good question documented yeah. or had experiences with well um the Huguenot cemetery is a place that um we have the ghost tours go by um, and they do tell ghost stories, um, but it is a historic site also, so we don't um, particularly say this is a ghost site, and yet in many respects it is, mm. because things do happen. Sure. And I can tell a story, this is another one, but this is funny, there's this one 
ghost named Erastus Nye, who is very playful, and he likes to pull down the hats, women's hats, uh-huh. or he'll tap you on the shoulder, Ooh. and he likes to blow out lanterns, and we always carry lanterns, that's part of mm-hmm. the costume. Mm-hmm. So I had this lantern that was totally windproof-free, glass enclosed, everything, and I had it on, and I'm walking towards the site, and I go, Erastus, I got you now. You can't blow this out. And it went out. Wow. <laughs> you are a ghost magnet. <laughs> sounds I like it. it. <laughs> this is so, awesome. So here again, what can you say? If these things happen, they happen. Mm-hmm. Right. Absolutely. You just have to embrace them, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you talk back to them? Pardon? You, so you do. You have conversations oh. with them. You talk to them, and yeah. I yeah, I guess I do. I, I never think about it um, that way. But um, in the cemetery, we have um, Judge Stickney, whose story is documented by um, a newspaper article back in the 1800s where his gold teeth were stolen. They were removing his body to reinter it in Washington, D.C., and some people came and they raided it and stole his gold teeth. So mm. his ghost is there. Now, he had this branch he used to sit on. And um, that's one time One time I turned around when I knew people were seeing something. And I did see a light on this branch. Well, in 1999, Hurricane Floyd came through and knocked his branch down. And the oh. amazing thing is the branch fell over all those tombstones and did not hit one of them, not one. Whoa. It fell without damaging them at all. Isn't that so, something? Right. So we thanked him. Yeah, definitely. definitely. And then in recent time, we found out some history about Judge Stickney that we did not know. He had fought on the Union side during the Confederate War, and he wrote home to his mother and his girlfriend at the time, later his wife, and there are letters documenting almost all of the major battles he fought in, and these are now in one of the libraries, probably the Smithsonian, I don't recall right now, but um, major documentation. So he is a really important figure yeah not just as a ghost right 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 <laughs> and that's that's why i like to write the history of these people so you know these things yeah that's amazing to have um a tombstone for somebody of that importance this is wow. such an important and a great narrative thank you for capturing all this for yes. us yeah so where can people find your latest book and you're doing some book signings too right yes every okay. Friday, the Friday Art Walk, every once a month, every Friday, wait a minute, one Friday a month. Mm-hmm. can't remember whether it's the first. First Friday of the month. Yeah, good. first Friday Art Walk. Gotcha. And I'll be at Tour St. Augustine, which is on Granada Street. Yep. For that, every time, I'm just starting to do that. There will be some other book signings. I'm going to be taking more books to tour, excuse me, to the Visitor Information Center and going to um, the oldest house bookstore, places like that. But for a couple of years, I was sort of out of commission with some uh, surgery on my foot, Mm -hmm. couldn't do these things. So I'm getting back now. I love it. um, I'm getting back running, even though I cannot physically run 
I'm gonna of take off running on my <laughs> career again. Good, I love, I it. love it. Uh, Karen, it, it was so cool to have you in yeah. studio with us today. My thank you so much. To be here. Thank, thank you so you much for, for coming inviting by. Inviting me. Of course, so awesome. of course. <laughs> I'll you. give this back to you. That's a beautiful book. I'm gonna pick up a copy for myself so sometime first soon. First Friday Art Walk, first Friday Granada Walk. Street, five yep. to eight p.m. Very excited. Get your book signed. Extraordinary author. So, such a yes. pleasure. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. Thank you. Wow, man. Whew. Yeah, I got right? goosebumps at so many points in those stories. <laughs> she was talking about the lighthouse. I'm like, I've heard all these stories. But then she had a different story. And right. I'm like, oh, wow. I know. I know, man. <laughs> so cool. Great, great interview. Jeez. Um, woof. I'm, right. I'm still. I know. <laughs> man, dude. Um, all right. Got to give a shout out to our friends uh, before we get into horoscopes and all that stuff at Old Town Trolley. Okay. Uh, if you didn't know, St. John's County residents always tour free when you're accompanied by a full fair paid adult guest to take advantage of this incredible offer you guys may know this by now but if not hometownpass.com get your hometown pass today which can also be used at the old jail potter's wax museum and the oldest store museum experience some ghost stories about those places as well (laughs) see if you can catch some ghosts on your next old town trolley adventure their free hometown pass is the best way to entertain visiting friends and family and often yourself all right Hey, uh, Panache, are you looking for a tranquil oasis where your mind-body can find ultimate beauty and rejuvenation? Well, look no further than Panache, an Aveda salon where luxury and natural beauty unite to create an extraordinary experience. Step into the world and discover a haven of serenity where your well-being is their top priority. As an Aveda salon, they are committed to using environmentally conscious products that are not only one-of-a-kind to your hair, but also to the planet. Aveda's ethically sourced ingredients and sustainable practices align perfectly with their mission to provide you the finest beauty experience while minimizing your ecological footprint. Get to know them over at GetPanache.com and get with it, boo. And, of course, Bin 39, Mm. another great downtown spot. Yes. A unique wine bar located in the lobby of the St. George Inn in downtown St. Augustine. They've been offering a cozy atmosphere for intimate gatherings and casual unwind since 2016. Mm. They got a selection of 85 wines, including 50 that are rated over 90 points by Robert Parker. Very big deal. Bin 39 specializes in boutique wines that offer great value. Open daily from 8 to 8. Their wine bar features live music on the patio Thursday through Sunday, so definitely today from 1 to 7 p.m. Get there. Visitors can enjoy a vibrant setting and indulge in a unique wine experience by saying, I'll have what what Irving's having. There you go. There it is. Don't forget that wine if you want some. Uh, don't forget that line if you want some wine. Don't forget the there wine either. Yeah, right? Don't forget the wine, period. So important. The wine is the main ingredient. <laughs> well, the stars are our main ingredient in the horror scopes. Uh-oh, here we go. I'm on deck. Oh. Capricorn and Pisces today. Clay, let's get some music for this, please, sir. Here we go. Capricorn is where we're going to start. Capricorn. You're working hard climbing that mountain, but guess what? This doesn't sound like it's going to be a good guess what. Uh You've been on a treadmill this whole time. Oh, Oh, that sucks. Like a hamster on the wheel. And that's okay. (laughs) Just keep marching to the beat of your own out-of-sync drum. Oh, no. All right. I see. So here we go. Here we go. The wind up in the pitch. Neptune is spinning backwards. (laughs) And so, too, will your life this week, Pisces. So start Yay. walking backwards. <laughs> oh, right. Get, balance it out. <laughs> right. Cancel it out. Perfect. The emotional roller coaster ahead, uh, but don't worry. It only feels like it's going off the rails. 
Always oh. does. Yeah, always always does. does. Just embrace the mess. Okay. David, <laughs> <laughs> what do we got coming up, man? Hey, I got a uh, cool thing to tell you. Um, remember our buddy Fran from Ayla's Acres? Yeah. Well, I uh, when a bunch of friends of mine started Tailwaggers Charitable Foundation, they saw the board saw that interview and they donated a thousand bucks to Ayla's Acres for the CDR building animal shelters out of storage unit projects. Wow! How cool is this? That's awesome. So That's a big deal. Ayla's has this huge chunk of property, and they had um, a lot of space available. And they had to get these animals into some shelters. So okay. your friends over at CDR mm-hmm. are building, taking storage units and making in, like insulating them, yep. so animals can thrive you know with all that's the awesome oh it's amazing so yeah shout out the tail waggers uh, charitable foundation thank you so much this is going to go very far and congratulations fran you deserve it <laughs> i love every angle of that story i can tell you for years cdr has been working on because they've got a bunch of these containers yeah and they've been working on how to best purpose those to be a value to our community around here and this is great so, I'm so excited happy to hear this. more to come on that story but great. yeah that's just uh, i great. love how everybody rallied all because we had her on the show. I love that. That was the Very catalyst cool. for change. I like Very it. cool, man. I love it. Hey, I love doing this show. Yeah, me too. I, every day. I love it. Hey, Jimmy Hula's uh, reached out. Get ready to skate and celebrate. Bangers for Bucks Skate Contest. $1,000 in prizes from what? 4 to 7 p.m. This is going to be super, super cool. Obviously, we know where Jimmy Hula's is. Yeah. Uh, come out and celebrate the anniversary of Jimmy Hula's in St. Augustine. Let me see if I got a date here. There's live music from 4 to 7 um, 8 to 11 p.m. Looks like it's going on all day. This flyer does not have a date on it, but I'll get back to you about it, and okay. I'll put it in comments. Yeah, all good stuff. But yeah, uh, shout out to uh, Jimmy Hula's, and I know the Bailey Group's going to be involved, and we're going to talk to them next week, too, oh, and cool. see what's going on. Great. Hey, Popsicles in the Park at Canopy Shore Park um, in St. John's. This is Wednesday, uh, save the date, July 12th from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. This is brought to you by St. John's County Parks and Rec. They're doing a lot of stuff for the uh, the communities out there. Mm-hmm. So play your way and check out Popsicles in the Park and just go to St. John's County Parks and Rec and uh, get your popsicles on. This will be kind of fun. If you want more information, give them a shout, 904-209-0333. They're doing a lot more for the community than they were when old Troy Blevins was working over That's there. That's what I'm saying. They've got a lot of pop-up fun things going on for parents and What's kids. What's going on, and, Troy? I know. What uh, happened? We can only say that because we know he doesn't watch the show, so and we can make fun of Troy as much as possible. So his uh, kids go, yeah. <laughs> yeah so that's all. That Jimmy Hula's event is July 1st. Thank July 1st. you. Thank you, okay, sir. Very, very cool. Um, Dog Rose Brewing is having Not Quite Dead tonight at 8.30 p.m. Okay. Uh, so this is another good musical shout-out. We love them down at Dog Rose Brewery. So Not Quite Dead, check them out, and uh, check out Dog Rose Brewery um, on Facebook for more information. Good deal, man. Yeah. Thank you, sir, for wrangling a few of those up for us. You got it. Um, hey, speaking of the Bailey Group, who you mentioned we'll have on the show next week. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm excited to talk to them. They provide custom solutions for happy and healthy employees. They're building the perfect plan to attract high high-performing, loyal employees because they know that's a hard thing to do for a lot of people to do on their own. Uh, Making sure that plan meets legal and regulatory and other requirements, that's even harder. That's a real tricky part. You need a customized program just for you, not something that's an off-the-shelf cookie-cutter package. You need one that's designed for your size, your location, your number of employees, the demographics, and the type of business. All that goes into the equation. Finding the right solution depends on having a different perspective that sees the bigger picture as well as those intricate details. That's where the Bailey Group comes into the picture, bringing the right people, the right technology and experience, as well as the insights that can help you see and do so much more. Most of all, they strive to take the headaches out of the process. Give them a call today. Let them change your life. Not exaggerating there, by the way. Mm -hmm. 904 461 
1800. And when you support the St. John's County United Way, you become a catalyst for positive transformation. Together, we tackle the issues such as education, health, and financial stability of every person in our community. By pulling our resources and expertise, we can create a powerful force for good. Join the St. John's County United Way today and be a part of the change. Together, we can build a stronger, healthier, and more prosperous community for all. Visit their website or call them today and learn more about how you can get involved. Together, let's empower our community and transform lives. Go to unitedway-sjc.org for more. Cool, man. Uh, all right, what do we got to end the show today? All right, we got a good one. This is times people should really not have done renovation work themselves. This is oh boy, going into the weekend for oh me. Don't boy. touch anything, Hartzell. Uh, yeah, with you. Here we go. No words on this first one. Uh, we got the light switch. Oh wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I've seen worse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Next up, uh, I don't understand how this happens. Oh, that bugs me. I don't think where the fireplace is. It running away? What's going on here? And why is the arch not centered? Can we center all of that, please? You Can guys- we just get the arch centered and get the fireplace in the middle of that fix please. that please yeah, that's yeah. just i would not live in that house because of that fireplace right next up wow somebody really likes mantles <sighs> here yeah it looks like a wedding cake <laughs> sakes, it's a little bit too much here wow. oh what is this you should have hired an art is this a, a closet wow. for slender man yeah. exactly <laughs> what i was thinking jeez speaking of ghost stories this next one what is this supposed to be art i'm not going on this no why does it look like an earthquake hit only that stairwell this is like an insurance liability or something <laughs> no thanks Got to look at that. Next up, uh, hey, uh, you're fine until there's an overpass. <laughs> uh, yeah, but I'm not mad at that at this all. Kind of cool, right? Beautiful looking residence. I'd live there. Is there New a pool? 904 Beast. <laughs> New 904 Beast. Yeah, let's Loved start a GoFundMe. Can we start a GoFundMe for that? That's right. <laughs> Next up, uh, I mean, what could go wrong here? Oh. oh. Mm. Nothing. Uh, <laughs> next up, oh, privacy is definitely guaranteed here. Yo, in the middle of the staircase? Hey, Bob, how's your day? That's, good. Yeah, that's good. just, right. that's uh, somebody who said, uh, we need to have three bathrooms in this house, so <laughs> right. find a place to put a toilet. Right on the stairwell. Perfect. Jeez. Next up, you should have hired anybody that uh, understands gravity on this one. That's... Because, yeah. Very dangerous. Yeah. Sketchy. Who's sleeping on the bottom? Not me. <laughs> Not me, that's for sure. Next up, is this what they mean when they say break a leg in theater? Yes. Yes, it is. God break your brain, sakes. too. That's breaking my brain. <laughs> All right. Good deal. Yeah. All right, man. Very fun show. Thank you again to Karen Harvey for coming in. What a great guest. Man. Great Just guess. a legend here in St. Augustine. Very much appreciate her time. I appreciate you guys' time as well. Um, great shows all week. Thank you guys for uh, all of that. We will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay fresh, cheese bags.